Sunday Rise. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Soon to be joined by Lady C, as well as the boss BJ. And hi, Meatloaf. We joined by Meatloaf, who thinks I'm Dario, but I'm not Dario. So we always got that. But, uh, got a few things to talk about we went ham last night if you haven't heard that it is available on all your streaming platforms uh we went in last night with the boss bj the mandiawa delante the midnight rider ben as well as myself um we we we, we covered a lot and of course we covered a lot because we went an hour and a half and we filled in for the WrestleManiacs as a whole. And I think we 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 covered it and I think we filled those shoes pretty damn well, you know. Uh the Nubian Sumo is on special assignment. He on special, special, special assignment. He under under undercover. So he could not join us last night. The People's Choice Don Rodriguez is on special, special assignment. Um, so we had to do something and I think we filled in very well. Uh, I will talk to those gentlemen later on the day and see if they, that show met their approval. But to, this morning, of course, as promised, we got the man that keeps the show running, keeps the checks coming in. Last week I got my check and it made the bank bounce. The boss, BJ. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Um, How you feeling this morning, brother? Hey, man. Um, I'm here. Still recovering from the work week, but I am here trying to uh, drug myself up to get going. That's always fun. But, always. Uh, now I'm here, brother. Uh, I was just thinking to myself while you was talking. I was like, man, it's almost time to do this every Sunday again. It is because football season upon us, so it's almost time to, you know, go back to our Sunday ritual of being up and ready to go Sunday morning. Giving our NFL coverage, man, it's just right around the corner. I wasn't even really on my radar until it, I don't know why it popped in my head, but I, look, I guess I looked at the time and the day. I was like, oh, you know what? It's almost that time. And, you know, what's crazy is we just had a NFL game. The Hall of Fame game was just last Thursday, and nobody watched it. Nobody talked about it. It, it just didn't seem like it was the beginning of the season. It, it, it seemed like it was just – it was uh, ho-hum. And I remember the Hall of Fame game used to be – the beginning that was something you wanted to watch something you wanted to sit down and yeah i i didn't i saw it on and i was just like ah nah (laughs) i'm a a pass on that um i i don't know why you know kind of you know it's been a long time since uh you know going into the season uh a Buffalo Bill squad is going to be, you know, the favorite to win the Super Bowl, which I absolutely hate because you know what comes with that. It's a lot of pressure. 
and I know we're completely all subject. We always are. But just thinking of the season as a whole, like I'm trying to prepare myself. I haven't had these expectations for this team since I became a fan, you know, and it's uh, it's definitely a different monster when everybody expects you to win, the, you know, the game, the big game. And it puts an enormous amount of pressure on that team because they still have to get over the hump in the AFC and, you know, prove that they can beat the AFC's cream of the crop. They still haven't beat Kansas City and Tennessee when it counts. So it's going to or, – or any upper echelon team, really. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's going – it's gearing up to the season. I um, – I downloaded the uh, NFL app so we can run fantasy, um, you know, and you know that kind of that kind of has mixed emotions to it because we are we're going to be a man down this season. So, um, you know, just a lot of things to think about. That is true. And uh, speaking of which, um, Junie ran away from us. And, and picks last year, he was so far ahead. It, it just didn't make any sense. And I was like, all right, I need Junior to go on like a seven-game losing streak for just two weeks, and we probably can catch up. But he was so far out ahead. And I, he may miss this season, but next season I, I know for sure. I'm hoping like hell he'll be back. But hell, he might even come back in the middle of this season. But as he always, he just needs some. Rest and recovery time, get himself back together. You know, we, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't left our thoughts. He's still forever will be a sideline junkie. So we just gotta get him time, his time to heal, and get everything straight, and he'll, he will be back. Yeah, that is true. I uh, see, Lady C. Uh, I don't know if she in the studio. Did she walk in? I, I said she walked in, but I'm, I'm looking for. Her. I may be wrong. Oh, now she, yeah, now, now, now. Hi, good morning. I'm here. Good morning, la- ladies and gentlemen. We got the lady of the crew, Lady C. Well, definitely excited about everything. <sighs> Woke up a little too early, but I'm, I'm cooking now. Hmm. All right, so we know we come, we on our way to your house to eat, so that's good. Okay. Pancakes, eggs, and sausage. Good. Good. As <laughs> long as there ain't none of that turkey mess, I'm all right. Well, okay, I, I think I got in the freezer. <laughs> okay. And the Midnight Riders holding down the text window. Good morning to you, brother. Uh, hopefully you feeling good because this right here, let's start this off right. Way too early NFL predictions. As the boss BJ said, we had uh, the Hall of Fame game and nobody really knew that that game was coming up. It just seemed like it was out of place. It was early. I mean, 
I just had to remember where I'm like, the Hall of Fame game is in August. Why are they having it so early? And then I looked and it's August. So that says a lot. But uh, way too early NFL predictions. If you could give me two, two way too early predictions. We'll start off with the boss BJ, Lady C. Uh, then I'll go. Uh, Midnight Rider chime in in, in in the comments or join when whenever you feel you get a chance and you drop your two. Man, way too early predictions. Uh, um, I think that um, barring any injury, I think you know what I've been kind of you know asking for for my Buffalo Bills a pass rusher they went and got, and um, just hearing you know the things he's saying, I you know I really think that's. He's going to improve the whole – it's not just going to be about him. He's going to improve the whole unit. He's already talking about different guys on that squad, Gregory Russo. You got Ed Oliver there. I really think that um, that Achilles heel, which has been Buffalo not being able to get to the QB on a consistent basis or when it counts, I think that's going to put them over the hump now. You know, of course, you got a different Kansas City team. That doesn't have um, that doesn't have Tyree Kill anymore. You have a different Tennessee team that doesn't have AJ Brown anymore. So to me, that kind of puts look. You still got Derrick Henry back there, but that kind of you know would the Titans still win that division? Probably. So um, let's see. Uh, I got Buffalo, of course, winning the East. I do want to see what the matchup with the Dolphins is going to look like since they got Tyreek Hill. I don't think that's going to be a pushover at all. I still think Buffalo's the, the head of that division. I'm picking Buffalo to come out of the AFC. I think that the last three years, what they've built, what they've learned, and the losses is, is what you need to grow as a team. You know, some teams, uh, you know, we talk about certain players and teams all the time leaving a year or two before, you know, that championship swagger maybe and materialize. Um, for Buffalo, they've kept their core together, you know, Allen Diggs, uh, the safeties, Poyer and Hyde. Uh, they're getting Tredavious White back. There's no rush for that, but they lost him in the New Orleans game last year. So he's coming back. Um, but I think they got the pieces. They added a couple more receivers to fit the bill, not trying to, you know, take day spot or Gabe Davis spot. You know, they added players that, you know, slots, different, you know, different, um, yeah, different um, skill sets. Let's just say that. So uh, the only thing, I guess the only thing I worry about with them is the offensive line. So I think for me, Buffalo out the AFC, um, <laughs> I think as long as the NFC got Tom Brady, I mean, it's hard to pick against Tom in the, in the NFC. And now he got a, a third, fourth option weapon in Julio Jones. And like I said, Julio Jones is not going to get hurt this season, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to be playing all 17 games. Trust and believe me. Um, so... Uh, I guess I'm thinking, 
you know, and this is barring no injuries or Tampa Buffalo Super Bowl is what I'm looking at. I just don't I don't see who's gonna in the NFC pop up and be beat that Tampa Bay squad. Um Kyler Murray hasn't proven anything that he when the playoffs come he disappears. We we've seen what Aaron Rodgers do in the playoffs completely fold. Um the other good quarterback you had in the AFC, Russell Wilson, is now, you know, starting for Denver. Um, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are the Dallas Cowboys. You know, they probably win the division and get the get their asses spanked in the first round. So <laughs> um I'm just trying to trying to think. Yeah, I see been with Josh Allen's overrated. I mean, I wanted to believe that myself the first couple of years, but the throws, the running, the guys are real deal, man. You know, it, they just don't, they, they haven't had a, a pass rush the last couple of years. So that, that divisional game last year with Kansas City, you know, they couldn't get to Mahomes and they had two of the worst coaching decisions made in football history, not just Buffalo history, how they handled the kickoff and how they played defense on them two possessions where Tyree Hill took the damn ball damn near all the way upfield and Matt Milano getting beat by Travis Kelsey. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I That's what I got, man. That's what I got. KG, I'll leave it to you, man. Lady C, you got your two? Aha, there we go. Um, yeah. Way, it's way, way too early. It's so much that's still going on, um, especially with contracts and negotiations and who's coming, who's not, who's injured, who's not, how are they feeling? Um, I I really can't even put my my Saints on the map right now. We have rookies being put out for fighting. Um, one of my favorite rookies just got drafted. Like you you you're being put out, you're you're already fighting. Um, you know, Kamara with his his legal woes. Don't know what's going on with that. Uh, Ingram Thomas. Trying to see where they are injury-wise, uh, health-wise, if they're in or not. Um, Tyron Matthews come back, finally made it to, you know, practice squad and all that. Um, but um, for, let's see, I don't know, I'm going to have to kind of pull for the Broncos to see. I'm, I'm a big Russ fan. Uh, you know, excited about that that new change for him in his career to see what what goes on. So I have to really pull for pull for the Broncos. Um, uh, that's a it's a tough one. That is very tough. Um. I really can't call it for the other side. I cannot call it for the NFC. Because 
ain't, ain't nobody that's appealing to me that I'm seeing. I'm kind of like, other than, other than my sights, you know, because you got, like, like B said, you know, Cowboys going to be the Cowboys. They going to do good and choke in third quarter. Um, so I'm just going to lean on, on the AFC right now. All right, Midnight Rider, who we're joined by live in the studio. Get two way too early NFL predictions. Uh-oh. Got to get him back. Got him now. You really, really low. Okay. The Midnight Rider having a little technical difficulty. He gonna jump out and jump back in. Now my two, my two, way too early predictions. Mike McCarthy will be fired before the end of the season because Dallas is gonna collapse again. Jerry Jones is not gonna play that. McCarthy will be fired before the end of the season. AFC wise, Denver. Even though they have yet another possible Hall of Fame quarterback, they won't get off the ground this first year. Denver's going to be the favorite, and Sharon, you said it. Denver is the team you're looking at. Denver's not going to get off the ground this first year. They're going to try to get them legs under them, and Russ is not going to be able to create recreate the magic that he had in Seattle it's going to look very very uh ho-hum and I've noticed a change of things in his personal life and I'm like yeah I think that that that's a problem it's just it don't seem like this is the Russell Wilson that We've pulled for for years. It's, it seems like it's a change somewhere. So they're going to be ho-hum this year. Even though they're probably everybody's favorite, they're going to be ho-hum. So we'll, we'll talk about I'm trying the first. To figure out, I'm trying to figure out how the hell Denver became everybody's favorite when they still got Kansas. They're not even going to be, finish first in the division. Because they, they got, got Russell Wilson. Yeah, whatever. They still got Kansas City to go through and San Diego with Herbert. And who's the other team? I'm who the other team in the division I'm missing? The uh, Raiders, the Raiders, and the Raiders with Devontae Adams. Like this team, this team is fighting for third place in their division. We haven't even had a snap of real football yet. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, you know, we 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 all know it's only you know a handful of players that can go somewhere and off the break, you know, jail with everything and everything works in the first year. Versus you already got quarterbacks that, you know, have been in their system. Even though Devontae Adams is new to the Raiders, him and Derek Carr are new together. I mean, not Derek Carr, I'm sorry. Devontae Adams, yeah, and Derek Carr, they're not, you know, they they play together. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, you know, yeah, yeah they got a good quarterback, but you shall see. And I, I agree. At least put them putting, you know, placing at least second in the division. Uh, nah. Not division, most definitely no. 
but second, yeah, because, you know, they were already a decent powerhouse. The defense was already pretty good, you know, damn good. So, yeah, second best. I, I, I got to disagree. I have to disagree. Uh, the reason why I disagree is because I don't know. It's just something when you get a free agent quarterback, and I'm I'm used to seeing it, especially when you you sign a big name free agent. It never pans out that first year, and if it does pan out that first year, expected to go downhill the rest of the time that he's there. But I don't I don't see it happening. Just my my thoughts, my opinions. Uh, the Midnight Riders in the text window. And he's dropping some jewels. He says, uh, Javante Williams would be running back number one in Denver. Uh, Detroit will win nine games. Now that's a that's a way too early prediction talking about Detroit winning nine games. Sheesh. I mean, I, it's been a while since Detroit has won nine games. Um Miami blows out Buffalo twice. Um and Wentz and Dotson give you f- 10 TDs. Ooh. Now that that's a way too early prediction, but I like to see it happen. Ten TDs from 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 Dotson, fifteen TDs to uh to McLaurin. I like to see that. I mean, I'm just gonna now, be you honest. Talk, you talking about Winston Dotson giving you ten TDs where they got to chase the cornerback down before they score after the interception? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> oh boy, if Wentz plays too bad, you know this town. You know this town. If Wentz plays too bad, they're going to be calling for Heineke. If Heineke plays bad, they're going to be calling for Howell. So it's no way. Here's the thing. And this is where Ben made really good points yesterday about a number two quarterback having to be insignificant. Yeah, that's the case if you don't have a solid organization. You don't have these problems in Pittsburgh. You don't have these problems in Green Bay. And yet, even though the quarterback, the second quarterbacks are insignificant, when your quarterback has a bad game, that's a, it is what it is, and you move on to the next game. Here, you don't have that. You don't have a strong organization. So, here, you know, the thing is, you paid all this money for Wentz. Wentz needs to start all season, baby. You know? And you need to figure out if this experiment needs to be cut short. You know what you got out of Taylor Haneke. And then Sam Howell, of course, a mystery, the mystery donut at Dunkin' Donuts that they fill with, you know, nails and tar. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if, if I'm paying this much, what I gave up for Wentz to get him and pay for him, yes, there will be no quarterback controversy throughout the season. He's going to play. And I, I, I understand that and I get that. But, you know, if – it gets down to it. Now, Taylor Heineke has proven to be a fan favorite. And what's crazy is you didn't want him in there last year. We need a better quarterback. This kid can't play. Year before that, oh, man, we're going to be all right. He get a little bit better. We're going to be all right. Now you got Wentz. If Wentz struggles, man, we need Heineke back in there. A lot of this fan base can't make up their minds because they're looking at – they're using somebody else's ruler to measure what we have here. What we have here works for us. And Heineke, Heineke was, was, was pretty good. He's a student of the game. 
But I'm not going to say, oh, man, he should. we should have had this. We should have had that. No, 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 But it's going to happen. If anybody struggles, the first thing they do is ask for the backup. And then the backup comes in there and struggle. Man, we might as well go back to the starter. You should have never asked for the backup. Which one do you want? And the Midnight Rider in the text window said, this franchise, D.C., love the backup so much. There's a faction already calling for how. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I seen it yesterday because he threw a nice pass in practice. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to do this and then we're going to move on. But do you guys remember the Terrell Pryor uh, experiment? Terrell Pryor, and I, the video came up in my Facebook memories a couple of days ago. He had this catch in training camp where he went up over the DB and he courted it with one hand and just scored. And everybody's like, ooh, ooh. Keefe from the block, he said, oh, man, you know what's going to happen now? He's going to get 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. This is what we need. I said, dog, that's one play in practice. That just show we got a shitty corner. He's not going to do anything. I'm telling you, he's not going to do anything. What happened with the Terrell Pryor experiment? It sucked donkey balls. I don't think, even think he caught 500 yards. I don't even think he played most of the season. He did nothing. And I preferred him as a quarterback as to a, 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 a wide receiver, but he did nothing. This is what happens. And, and Ben, you're right. Preseason Warriors. Every year, it's always something about the preseason that, oh, we going to the Super Bowl. I say that's the worst thing anybody in this fan base can say because every time you say that, we don't go. Stop saying that because it's like a jinx. You're putting a pox on us, and I don't like that. And speaking of Washington, switching gears, another Commanders player has retired. Uh, we, we lost Antonio Gandy-Golden last week who decided to – Retired from football after being moved from wide receiver to uh, tight end. He retired and said he's going back to school. He got other things that you know that you want to focus on. Now, rookie linebacker uh, Trey Walker announced that he was retiring on Friday. And it's crazy. Why are so many young guys retiring? so early and it's oh i want to go focus on something different but this is this is what we what you've played your whole entire life for to get to this point and trey walker ron rivera said we had plans for him you know we had you know a, a spot for him we we knew how we were going to use him so this kid had all but made the team and he walked away from it uh any thoughts on why this would happen? Yeah, it's it's not the same because it's not the same. What he grew up watching, what he grew up doing, it's not the same. The politics, even even the politics of it of the game has changed. So it's not the same. So he, you know, and then there's so many more injuries. So you know, even with the changes of of the rules and how things are done to reduce uh, injury risk, it still changes. So it takes it away from what the game is really about to them. What, you know, their idols that, they, that they've looked up to, that they've modeled their styles from, it takes it away. So, yeah, let's focus on something different. 
you know, yeah, it's it's good on it looks good on paper, but once I'm out here on the gridiron, it's it's just not the same. So yeah, let's let's switch gears, find something different, something that's uh that has a more lasting long term effect. <clears throat> less concussions, you know. So yeah. Boss? Um, you know, we talked about this. I think that um, you know, the the NFL, these teams go through a lot when they do these go through this drafting process and you know, some players are really good at hiding that they don't really truly love the game. Because the excuse that you're using that you're quitting football, you can go back to school. Cool, you could have went to school while you were playing football. You know what I'm saying? If you really wanted to play football, you know, and, and some people just they just get to this level and then they lose all interest. You know, it's it's not, you know, it's not what they wanted. You know, and they and it sets the team back. But at the end of the day, you have to do what you, you know, what you what you feel is right. And if your heart isn't in football, you wanna get somebody yourself or somebody hurt on that field, you know, and and it's gonna be painfully obvious that you're not into it. So at the end of the day, you have to make the best decision for you. And but there's a lot of players out here, man, that you know, they get to this level it was an NBA and they, they just they don't want to make the commitment to to what it takes to, to keep up that level, keep keep their body up to the level they need to keep playing. So, you know, to each his own, man. Well, I, I mean we all we all different, so I can't say, oh no, I wouldn't let this happen to me because I've never been in that situation. So, and um, I skipped over a comment from the from the midnight ride. He said, "Colt Brennan, Marco Mitchell, and Marcus Mason." Yeah, preseason dogs. Colt Brennan could have been something good in this in in this season and um with this team, but just never got the opportunity. So Marcus Mason, we saw what he could do, but these guys retiring so early. So young, it, it's crazy. Um, I, I just, I, I wish, I wish them all the best. So, now, last but not least, this is a conversation that was started in the chat. Uh, uh, a sideline junkie resident, cowboy fan, <sighs> Gary Allen. Boy, he threw this question out there, and this, I think, this took about a two-hour. A two-hour debate. If you have the top 50 athletes of all time, regardless of sport, how many women are in your top 50? What? Let me rephrase that. What woman, what women would be in your top 50 of greatest athletes of all time? And I named a slew of them. And we debated back and forth. Now, here's the thing. There's no right or wrong answer. It's your opinion, what you feel. And BJ, you didn't get in on this one. I know Lady C got in on it, but B didn't get in on it because he 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 was working hard. So I'll start with him. If you could name any woman, don't matter how many that you could put in the top fifty all time of greatest athletes, what would be your top women athletes? Well, 
I don't I don't like this topic because genetically men and women are two different things. Oh, you know, it it just it 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 is you you have two different men are naturally bigger and faster. So if we're talking about fifty athletes of all time, you're talking about across all sports, or you just talking about basketball, football? What what are we what are we talking about? We're talking about all sports. We're talking about track and field, uh, basketball, boxing, MMA. We're talking about athletes. Period. You know. And Gary brought up a name, and he said Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. I'm not putting Bo Jackson on any athlete list as one of the greatest athletes because Bo Jackson's not human. You have I to mean, be a human to be an but, athlete. Okay, but that's that's that's. I understand what you're saying, but that's that's what that's what I'm trying to say. If you have Bo Jackson, what female football player are you gonna line up to stop Bo Jackson? There's nobody on this earth you can name. You see where I'm getting at? If you put Bo this is what I was talking about yesterday. Once you put a certain name on a list, there are no other names that can go on a list. And when you put Bo Jackson on the list, you tell me a female football player, if they lined them up one-on-one, that would stop Bo Jackson. Well, I mean, you got men. The greatest male athlete wouldn't be able to stop Bo Jackson. So, so why put a woman? So why even the, 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 even the toughest, the strongest woman we have, wherever playing, wherever she's playing at now, it's still not stronger than a man. That's what I'm trying to. It, it, you can't do this list of 50 athletes of all time and expect. It, it, like I said, I can't put. It's like if you put Michael Jordan on that list, what woman basketball player is going to stop Mike Prime Mike one on one? Cheryl Swoops. She'll nah, give him a run for his money. Negative, she may not stop, but she'll give him a run for his money. That's a negative, sir. Cheryl Miller. I'm not talking. Oh. I'm not. I'm not talking about. We're talking prime troops. I'm talking. I'm not talking about men playing sixty percent because women are playing like we used to play on the court. I'm talking about full blast, full physicality. Mm. The only so, woman I would put in that category of having could could score is Cheryl. That's the only woman I would put there because we've heard the stories from her mouth and Reggie mouth that she was beating boys' ass on the basketball court teens and everything we have those receipts but yeah. even cheryl's not beating a prime michael jordan a prime magic but mm-hmm. i'm gonna answer your question the only woman i would if we if we name 50 athletes of all time the one woman i would put in there for sure is serena 100 serena Give me Serena Williams, and then if if I'm being generous, give me Cheryl, give me Serena, and give me Flojo. But but then ask yourself if you put Flojo against the top ten men track and field athletes of all time, she doesn't win a race. That's why you have to be careful. You have to separate this. Now, we have some great women athletes, but when you put them in the same category with their men counterparts, they're not even in the top 10. 
But my question like, can is, you, why, why do we even have to, like, match them up like that? And that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we should. Why can't they just be be in there? You know, why, why can't they just be in there? Because because it's why, the same why reason why James. Because the yeah, same we, reason you know, why everyone James. Can everyone can agree that Serena will demolish a man. You know, even though she doesn't, even though she says she wouldn't be Andy, uh, you know, Andy Murray, but she she's matched up with him. Like, yeah, his serve is stronger, you know, but it's not all about the return. The serve is the return. She can return the serve. She can return his serve with ease, you know. And, but like, why, why do we have to match him up against him? Like, why? Slow Joe, Lewis, yeah, she smoked his ass. Anyway. I see the thing. I, I get I get what Sharon is saying. But but just like what I'm saying last night, me and Ben was talking, man, and KG was on, right? And Delonte. When you put a name on that list, Serena might be Serena's in a class of her own. That's why I, I'll put Serena in that list. Because I know if Serena plays a top men's opponent, she has a chance to win. Would the man be bigger, stronger, faster? Of course. But like Sharon said, it's not all about the bigger, faster, stronger sometimes. Sometimes it's about the mental. And she has one of the best mental games. You know what I'm saying? Of course, she's not as strong as a man, but she has, me and Gary was talking about the other day, her her top serve, 128 and some change. I think the top men serve all the time is like 160 something. So she, you know, that, you know, it, it, it and, I, and that's just, that's not, the, the top men serve wasn't, from what I saw, it wasn't no names, you know, it was just, hey, I got the top, you know, serve of all time, but I haven't really done anything else. Um, And that's that's what I'm saying. It's just like, if you put Flojo on the track a hundred times, maybe she wins twice. And it has to be a perfect run from start to finish with 125% effort. I mean, just go look at their times. Go, 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 whatever, whatever flow Joe ran, you go get the male equivalent of what he ran. I'm talking about the best because she was the best and you can compare the times. Now, if she's a second off or half a second off, then we got a point. You know, Sharon got a point. But if we, if she's multiple seconds back, you can't make up multiple seconds if that was your time and your prime. That's what you, that's what you put up. There is no more training. Once you get to your prime, like there is no no other level than prime Mike, prime MJ. He reached his prime. Now then it's like, okay, who you putting on this list to beat him? I'm not putting no fucking Cheryl Swoops on that list to beat him. Now see, Ben Ben, let let, let me go back up because Ben Ben was going in. Uh, what did he say? He say it's facts, BJ. When you were talking about men being stronger and, and, and faster. Uh, the 500th best male swimmer became the best women swimmer, swimmer and, and still got smoked by, by women in the championship. Still got smoked by four women in the championship. So uh, Flo Jones Serena is his pick. And yes, I am in my bag, but this is I got to give this credit to Gary because he did it. He, he, he put this out there and I was like, I need to get more opinions. 
Um, BJ is killing this. Flojo ain't smoking no male sprinter. There's a whole one second difference. Actually, it's not a whole second because Usain Bolt's 9.58 and 100 meter. Flojo's 10.49. So it's not a whole second. But well, we know that that 10 second mark, bro, is that is that is a different level of animal. And that's yes. what I'm saying. If she ran, if that was her best ever time, just think of what she would have to do to eclipse that, to make up that time for the, the, the male guy. Just, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, that's like, like you taking something before the race, you know, you're going to die after the race, but you're going to have enough energy and strength to get this record. But that's all you got. You need it. You need this overcharge. Yeah, I get you know that. what I'm saying. Now, now, here's my thing, though. If you notice when a woman is dominant at anything, the first thing they say, that's not really a woman. She a man. That's not that she 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 she's not that's not natural. She's on steroids. They said the same thing about Serena. They said it about Flojo. They said it about they Layla Ali. Uh, Dominion, the Every, South African uh, runner. Yeah. Every time. He's putting up those times. Every time. Do all these uh, testosterone and doping and and all this uh, physical. You know, physical to check to make sure she has the right genitalia to, you know, qualify her for a woman, and yeah, because she's out there dominating. And see, that's my thing. And I'm picking women that dominated their respective sports. Flojo dominated track and field until she walked away. Serena is still dominating tennis, even if she's not even going 100. She's still dominating tennis. Cheryl Miller dominated women's college basketball. There was no WNBA at the time. Cheryl Swoops was dominant in the WNBA, as well as Cynthia Cooper. And then this whole conversation spawned another conversation, which was, you know, we took an avenue off. And Gary says to me, he says, uh, you can't pick five women to beat the worst team in the NBA. And I told him, bullshit. Because I can pick, if you give me a choice of five women that have played basketball to beat the Sacramento Kings, and I, he pulled up the Sacramento Kings roster, you got Harrison Barnes and Drew Holiday. Okay, those two guys are all right. The other three guys in there starting five, bitty, bitty, bum, bums. That's what they are. And I, I said I can pick 12 women that would destroy them in a seven-game series. Oh, it's going to get physical Is this, that, and other. I don't care about it getting physical. You act like these women going to back down from comp. These dudes can't even beat men. What makes you think they're going to beat women? They can't even they can't even get over the hump in the NBA, let alone they beat the five, the, the 12 greatest women that I picked. It's not happening. But that's my opinion. That's why we said it's no right or wrong opinion. When it comes to athletes as women, I pick mine I, I, because that's how I feel. And I understand the argument, oh, men are bigger, faster, stronger. Okay, that's that's cool. I, I, I've seen women knock dudes out before. I've seen women destroy dudes in the basketball court. I've seen women shake a dude out of his boots. She may not run him over, but she's going to shake him out of his boots and get by him. 
and I've seen them do it consistently. It's a lady that's I don't I I, I keep watching these videos. She's on Facebook, and I be wondering if this is a skit because she be cooking these dudes. Like they they'll tell her you know she off and oh you ain't doing nothing. I'm gonna lock you up, and then she just cook them all day long. Just pick up games. She just cook them all day long, and I'm just like. All right, this got to be a skit. She can't be this good. She's actually that good. I just, I can't go with, I can't go with, with, with not giving credit to these other women and saying that, you know, if they, if they face male competition, that they would, that may not dominate, but they'll win. And Ben says, nope, KG, they're not beating them, beating men. Uh, pe- people forget the 9th, 10th, and 11th guy on the basketball court can give you 50 with ease. Eh. Probably so. Probably so. But here's my thing. You got 12, 12 women. And I, I didn't even pick all 12. I just picked, I think I picked seven to start out. And I was like, that Sacramento Kings team ain't beating them. I said, then when I got what I got coming off the bench is going to destroy them. It's going to break their heart. But that's my opinion. That's my opinion. And I mean, I, I don't know. We Gary brought up a good point. It started a great conversation. So that's why I bring it here. And so and we joined by the man of the hour. Go ahead, Sharon. Oh, what's good? What's good, family? You know, I'll say it again. You know, we, you know, women, we train with the men. Yes, we can beat the men because we train with them. We eat, sleep, breathe what they do because, yeah, they're the pioneers of the sport initially because, yeah, the man did it first. But like I told Gary, just because man did it first don't mean that a woman can't come along and do it better because we've trained with you. We've watched you. We've modeled you. You know, you know, and, and we're we're taught by men to do a man's job, and so yeah, we come in and we dominate in that man's job in that man's field. So just because you've done it first, don't mean that I can't come along and do it better, or at least the same level of. We're joined by the man of the hour, Tower of Power, Two Sweet Devil, Be Sour, Delante. What's good, family? What's good? What's happening? Happy birthday again. Can y'all hear me? Yep. What's good? What's good? Happy birthday again to our sister, Lady C. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, track. I. As you know, saying as a former track runner, I can definitely say, uh, and excuse me, excuse me for the soundtrack in the background. Um, I can definitely say they are some women that will smoke some dudes on the track. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's make no mistake. You know, no matter the gender, you know it it, it can go down on any given day. Um, so I'm just kind of catching up on the notes. Uh, said something. Uh, Midnight Rider mentioned that Flojo wasn't gonna smoke any male sprinter. Ah, uh, mm. 
Oh, it'd, it'd be close, though. It'll be close. It'll be close. I'll say this. It, it, it's like, and and that I'm I'm glad you did come, Delonte, because you are a former track runner. You know that it's women out there that can get it on the track. I just, I I, I can't. I, I don't know. I, I guess this is one of those times where you know everybody's got different opinions, and it, it, it never, it never hurts us to have different opinions at all it makes it better and the way the boss bj feels the way midnight rider feels the way lady c feels delante myself we all may feel different kind of the same but it's our opinions and i think in my opinion i think flojo is like one of the greatest athletes of all time as you know when we're talking about women that's just me you know if if you if you uh who did gary bring he said um you think she beating uh maurice green i said man she probably smoked maurice green maurice green can't beat maurice green but maurice green is not beating flojo so and we got the midnight rider ben back uh you still loaded brother Okay. See, We're trying to get that. Have, uh, you know, like if, if anybody's been paying attention to the world and the, the Commonwealth Games and uh, in track and field, Delonte, you can test our, our Jamaican sisters are just everywhere lighting it up. You have, uh, you know, the trio that includes. Um, Elaine Thompson, Hera, and you know, she's killing it. She is smoking our American meat. In, you know, so yeah, you know, uh, Ben says a, 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 a whole second counts. Yeah, the, the whole second makes a difference, but yeah, they, they smashing them by seconds with the nest. Like, you look at their stat, they're, they're knocking it out. And we got the Midnight Rider back. Yeah, let's see. Sound. How's that sound quality? You still sound low. All right. So I'm just going to knock this out real quick because I'm low. But I've coached track. I've watched track all my life. Um, that second is indifferent. Um, I'm not trying to disrespect women's sports in no way, shape, or form. But there's a difference between us and them. Um, simple fact, if you just look at the time, when you're talking about, because I love track, I feel especially women's track, when you look at the difference at a 10-5 or 10-3 or 10-2 compared to the men running a 9, that, that's a lifetime track and I watched the track and field specials where they did the mixed 4 by one like even if you watch the mixed 4 by one you can see the obvious difference and it's not 
to negate or to take away from the impact of women athletes. But there's a difference when we as men participate and they participate. And I'm not trying to be chauvinistic, but there's this crater that can't be covered no matter how much you want to do this. There's a crater that's covered if you look at the fact that the NBA brings in like $7 billion and the WNBA only brings in $450 million. Like, there are these chasms that no matter how much we want to be woke or we, how much we want to be involved in the situation, there's this natural gap that you can't cover. So equality doesn't always, it isn't a systematic thing. It's a thing of, like, there are facts involved in Yeah, I get what you're saying. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I just. <sighs> and I, I mean, trust me, I love women athletes. Like, my first year, my second year in college, um, one of my best friends was this girl, Christina Alexander, who went to, um, I think she went to Kings of, she went to the same high school as Kenny we balled one-on-one, whatever, and, like, I get it. Like, women athletes are dynamic, and I'm not trying to take away from that. But there's a difference when they come to our peak. Like, our peak as male athletes is way higher and way different on the spectrum. And like I told you on the, on the chat, like, the dude that was – Number 500 to women was number one or became number one in a women's women competition. Like that, that's those are things that don't happen if it's male on male. But because we got this transgender, trans, whatever, and I'm not even trying to get into that debate, but that's a whole different thing. And it's really unfair. Like, if you look at the pictures, this dude's like 6'4", and every girl in the picture on the podium is like 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, he's got like a whole foot on all these people that he's competing against. Hello? I defeated by the mute button. But I, I get it. So... We, 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 it's so many strong opinions. And I, I will say we can agree to disagree because we're all going to see it different. And we got to get out of here because we're hitting the 55 minute mark. So, um, final thoughts before we leave. Boss. Lady C. Love, peace, and <laughs> <laughs> Delante. 
go Broncos. And yeah, we were talking about them heavy earlier. Heavy. Go Broncos. Uh, shout out to Russell Wilson. Um, shout out to Sierra and the kids. I'm actually well going to the Broncos this year, uh, Lante. You said you are? The I, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling okay. for them. No, don't, don't. no, 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 no. Let me go ahead and correct this now. I'll right, put an order in for your jersey now. Now you know what I'm saying. No, no, negative, sir. Negative, sir. Negative. Uh, no, no, that that's not even in my curler wheel. But oh, you know, oh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm a connoisseur. I I appreciate the game. So I'm actually pulling for him in his career. Now, die that's hard. Fair. Same thing. Who that all the way all day. Rain, sleep, snow, hell. Y'all the sleeper pick too. A lot of people uh, calling y'all the, the sleeper team because that y'all roster, oof, it's it's gonna be mean. So definitely good yeah, luck to y'all. They, man. They, oh my god, everything that's going on, like you know, we got a new head coach, is, and we got people that's in and out, IR and OR and every other R is just. It's not looking too good. Our rookies are just, the new draft picks are in there fighting and shit, getting put out. Like y'all, y'all gonna have to settle down. Come sit down, just sit down, and do what you're supposed to do. Like, what are you doing? So I'm, I'm not. I'm just kind of waiting to see. You know, I never, I'll never go back to the paper bag age. Um, but I'm, I'm waiting to see. Still gonna rip. The and lose as well. Got it. Understood. Totally understood. Well, that's all the time we got this morning. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, go Washington. Hopefully nobody else retires in training camp. <laughs> so, until next time, thank you to the Midnight Rider, the Boss BJ, Lady C, the Man of the Hour, Delante, and of course, thank you for listening. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace. Peace.